The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. As many of you know, 10 years ago when we started this radio show with Voice America Syndicated, uh, we have grown uh, with attention throughout the world, and we send CDs out to indiv- individuals who want to listen to the show on a CD, so please request that if you want to. But what we have learned together with our guests has been beyond all of my imagination with my research. As many of you know that have listened, and those of you who haven't listened before, I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science. To understand what is the behavior of water with our life every day and your behavior as a living life of species to be healthy, to live with the water vapor of the air and water on our planet Earth that keeps all life alive. I will continue to repeat this on every show. It's like plowing the fields of destiny for what we believe is an exciting development of discovery that we've learned together in research and science worldwide. Bringing to your attention who you are, your health, your individuality. And this is what it is. Earth began billions of years ago, and its life began with water. But the water was around the planet Earth and around the circle, and it was water vapor in a mist, with just a fine mist, no water coming down onto Earth yet. But all of a sudden, we're living with the solar system, and just follow me, the rhythm of the solar system that moves so carefully and, and, and cautiously with what we might call algorithm today. All of a sudden, something happened, and the water vapor in one of the locations began to evaporate differently. Now, I'm going to teach you about a new word, evaporation. Follow me on that word forever. I'm going to teach you about evaporation. The evaporation of the water vapor became larger and heavier to a big drop, no longer just a mist, and it started coming down to the earth. Drop after drop called rain. 
it developed a planet with that cycle of evaporation because when the rain came down, it filled into the cavities around the planet Earth differently. And as it filled into the cavities below the Earth, it came to the surface as it filled. It could be called a stream, a river, a lake, running to the lowest point of the earth at that spot to the ocean becoming seawater, salt water. Our life began with water, fresh water, and our lives. But the fresh water relates to the water vapor. And fresh water is evaporating into the air, supplementing the evaporation of water vapor. Earth began to develop life and species because of that evaporation. The species are water. You, as a life, are water. In your mother's womb, you were developed in a pocket of water. All the organs, the lungs, 75 to 80% water, the liver, which we're going to be discussing today with our guest, 70 to 75% water, your skin, 70 to 75% water, your blood, 50%, your brain, 80 to 85%, heart, 75 to 80%, Kidneys, 80 to 85%. Muscles, 70 to 75%. Bones, 20 to 25. Teeth, 8 to 10%. Your eyes at the surface, 99%. Now, everything when you developed your life came to that birthing spot, and you no longer were in the pocket of water with your mother, you entered into being kept alive with the water vapor of the air. But you began a cycle. Please don't forget this. You began to develop an evaporation cycle to death. And if you are over-evaporating, it's called dehydration to possible crisis to death. Your whole life depends upon those organs inside your body that are evaporating, living with the air, the atmosphere, the water vapor that keeps you alive. When you were born, I'm never going to stop reminding you of this. There are no two eyes alike. There are no two fingerprints alike. You uniquely have a little different look. You are uniquely evaporating your unique style. Now, recently on August 22nd, and those of you who haven't heard it, go to Dr. Pollack, who's a professor and scientist at University of Washington researching body water. We were on the air together, and Dr. Pollack was teaching us something very fascinating, and it is a fact of discovery. Your body is evaporating every day, living with evaporation of water vapor. That evaporation is a battery. Yes, you're a walking battery charging with that water internally through the water of the skin, 
And they found at University of Washington a fourth water in the body. It tries to slow down that evaporation to not be out of control. But that evaporation of water is relating like a battery, not like a battery, is a battery charging electrically to the water vapor of the air in your life on this planet. Uh-huh. That is you. That is you. Now, your choices of life and life is what we're trying to do with this show and our guests and our scientists worldwide is to get you into a new lifestyle and valuing and embracing that miracle that you are. But your health and lifestyle choices are our concern. We really care. Our research center has put millions of dollars into this evaluation to learn what we can do to assist you, all of us, to have the supplements and go forward and study more. But as Dr. Pollock and others have been teaching us, and Dr. Chow, and we could go on and on, that the water vapor evaporating is your life. And your choices of your life are important to your health and your longevity. But as long as you understand that water is the most important part of your life, but you're breathing, I would put number one, because when you're breathing every day for those wa- that water internally to slow down and accelerate an evaporation of water to this fact only, to filter yourself with that, bril- with that breathing, to filter out. You've got to breathe in that water vapor through the nose and push out that filtering of toxin out of your body through your mouth by going in nose and like the wind of the planet. You've got to learn to do that. We're going to work very hard to get all the physicians globally to think that way, and they're all starting to think that way. But it's a reminder to all of us. Number two, drinking safe water. It's, I know it's tough lately. Did you notice your politicians didn't put that a priority of safe water where you live? They were putting other things as a priority. The infrastructure of the planet Earth priority should be water number one. Am I teaching you that? Yes. If they don't mention water, question their authenticity of caring about life and what they're going to do to provide you what you need for safety and a better life on the planet. Drinking water must be safe, and it must be abundant to the air of the water vapor to be able to slow down evaporation, which saves lives. Number three, your food. We've been learning through guests from all walks of life professionally, And scientifically, your diet is vital to slowing down evaporation. If you become too toxin, trust me, you're going to have a lot of diseases. We're going to learn more about that today with your liver, with Brendan Godsner. And when we learn about your liver today, you're going to learn how important the water is to the liver also. Moderate exercise is very important. And sleeping like the planet Earth does to rejuvenate to slow down the body's water loss, to restore itself, get back to cycle, and begin a new day. There's so much to learn. 
and we're going to be teaching you. And I have had people, when I'm on a street corner and we start talking or in the airport or in my bank or around the world, they're going in awe. Scientists are saying, it's time we start teaching this. It's time that we bring water to the focal point of all research laboratories worldwide to understand where are we going to find the cure. When was the last time you heard about a cure of a disease? It's because they stopped studying water in the 1800s. They didn't think it could be patented. But guess what? Our research center did get a patent in the description of water. So listen well. We want to help you. Live a healthier, new lifestyle for the water life science application every day. We're going to listen to our sponsor here in a minute. I'm going to tell you about our guest, Brendan Grogram, and I could be pronouncing that wrong. He's president of the Liver Medics, at which he is, I believe, the founder. And we're going to learn something today about your liver that is very important to the rest of the organism of your body operating with water. Liver is 70 to 75% water. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. As I told you, the eyes at the surface are 99% water. Did you know they're over-evaporating? Your eyes and your eyes are connected to the brain in the womb at the same breath, and the brain is 80 to 85% water. Guess what happens when you get under stress or over-evaporation the eyes? You not only have vision impairment to potential blindness, allergies, and more complaints, but it also puts you on an anxiety and stress alert. Let's learn more. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with tissue culture-grade water. The trade secret with just a mist. We'll be right back with our guest. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Brendan, are you with us? I am. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing fine. Let me introduce you. And I how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> uh, it's Gochran, and uh, if you Gochran. didn't pronounce it correctly, gonna... don't worry about it. It took me at least until no, I no, no. pronounced I... it correctly myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be fun today. <laughs> okay, I want to introduce you, uh, audience, to Brendan Gochran. 
is a molecular biologist who focuses on pharmaceuticals, and his experience in the health industry spans for over 20 years, most of which are spent formulating um, leading roles in, in pharmaceutical and, and you pronounce in nutraceutical products. His main um, areas of expertise are liver, which I think is going to be very important for us to learn something about today. Overall health, weight loss, cleanse, and supplements. Uh, and that is, that is going to be uh, interesting today. Brendan, how did you, where do you come from with all of this to have begun to be specializing on the focus of the liver? Oh, sure, yeah. This, uh, <laughs> sometimes I do uh, shows like these, and uh, I just maybe a, a nice preamble to this would be um, showing how uh, incredibly important uh, topics like this is, um, mm-hmm. shows like yours, bringing this, this kind of education to, uh, to people. You know, water, of course, being the basis for absolutely everything uh, that it revolves around human health. So um, a big shout-out to you for, for doing such a wonderful job at this. Well, thank you. That's um, kind of you. So my background uh, is molecular biology. I spent time in a genetics lab. I, uh, after uh, going to the University of Connecticut, I ended up going to the pharmaceutical uh, industry and sort of quickly found out that they were creating more problems as a, uh, as a business model uh, than they were going about solving uh, health issues. So I decided that's probably not the direction that I want to take the rest of my career. I left there, um, went into what they refer to as the nutraceutical industry, which is uh, simply uh, vitamin and supplements, and uh, mm-hmm. became uh, an executive at one of the largest uh, private label companies, which meant I was intricately involved in a lot of the formulations for uh, most of the major mm-hmm. brands in the market. And mm-hmm. um, I took a little hiatus from that, did some consulting with Boston Scientific and, and some other things. And I noticed that uh, I had friends and family members who were coming down with very similar issues. I took a a sort of a a deeper dive into this, found out that this was a critical epidemic taking place in the last 10 or 15 years, pretty much Mm -hmm. mirroring both our health decisions in terms of uh, environmental pollutants, uh, GMO technology, uh, the increased uh, levels of uh, chemicals in our food supply, and said, this is probably um, a, a topic that I ought to be taking up. And that's what sort of formed Liver Medic. Uh, and I went out to physicians, and I was talking to some, some of my physician friends, and they said, you know, we're seeing obesity, diabetes, uh, fatty liver uh, every day, and we tell them essentially the same thing because we do not have a pharmaceutical uh, solution for this. And, of course, they won't uh, because the pharmaceutical industry is a drug, and, and that's all they do. And... Um, in throwing more drugs into a body that whose main organ is responsible for um, removing toxins and breaking down drugs is not going to help removing toxins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is where um, sort of this investigation ended up beginning. And, and that's, you know, most of my time now uh, is actually spent sort of crisscrossing the nation, uh, giving lectures mm-hmm. to individuals mm-hmm. and, the one lecture that gets the most uh, attention and the most questions and the most surprises is this lecture, um, what we're going to be discussing today, which is where toxins are, how to avoid them, how to neutralize them. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Now, 
you know, I give you a little background about myself. I've been studying uh, water of the body for over 30 years, and then I started Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science, and many years ago, concerning evaporation of the body, of water loss, living with the water vapor that keeps you alive, and the over-evaporation of body water, and, 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 and you know well that uh, in research they haven't been talking about evaporation. No. Uh, we paid our dues to get some ranking. And uh, we're the first in the world to get a patent on the description of a micron of water to be able to supplement the evaporation problem at the surface of the eye that causes vision impairment to what is dry eye to blindness potentially. When I look at this with your background and what you're doing is so important, uh, Brendan, because if you go and listen to a show I had recently that I've been really sending people to on August 22nd, this year, we had a doctor I've had on very many times, a scientist from the University of Washington, Dr. Gerald Pollack, and we were just winding because he's been on before. But we were talking about something that is so vital and disastrous that they stopped studying water research, I found in the late 1800s, and he found in the early 1900s that scientists were, scientists were being intimidated and humiliated to to, to study water as a cure because of uh, it couldn't be patented and it couldn't be protected. So please get something else to study. So to be fair to the medical field, um, they decided to study in the Petri dish and the tube uh, medicines and medicines became the patch quilt of what was necessary to try to help and assist. They could get patents and get the and get the uh, endowment fee money and the foundation money and the grant money and so on, or investors' money, so they could then study. But you're finding, I'm finding, and researched what I've done, uh, that there's the cure will not be found. Uh, and, and Dr. Pollock has said this other time, there will be not a cure unless we get back to the basics, Brendan. And that's what yeah, it sounds I, like I you're trying to do is get to the common sense of the root. Yeah. And then these other scientists and other co- the companies that are out there uh, with their products can become, let's say, more honest, uh, but it's not their fault because our business leaders and our politicians and the public stock market, and I have been a guest speaker at Wall Street, but the public stock market... Uh, Wanting something that is patented or more IP features and to protect their investment. And as you know, intellectual property values are vital to all businesses. It's not always just a sale. It's intellectual property and futures of what you've got accumulated to make a value of what you're trying to build your business with. And research yeah, and science, too. Right. Now, the liver... Uh, the liver and the body, you're right. Uh, to explain to our audience the liver's function so they understand, because today you heard me tell them that the liver is 70 to 75% water. And I'm one of those that is studying these, how does all those organs in that body operate together with the electrolytic battery of living with the uh, water vapor of the air. Which were all sure. a battery. 
Uh, yeah, but exactly. Tell, explain to them why uh, the liver, and it's obvious, the liver was overlooked. Uh, and it's definitely been a big player in a lot of health issues of the body that people, that they forgot. And uh, tell us more about what you're learning. Yeah. So, uh, and thank you for that uh, intro, too. Yeah, the, the liver is one of those really critical organs. I mean, we can go ahead and we can replace the heart. Uh, we can replace other uh, organs in the body. We can put you on, you know, sort of dialysis for a lot of things. But the liver is a really complex organ, and uh, it is uh, so complex that the medical industry really doesn't have a, uh, a backup for it. So, you know, when we look at the, uh, the organ of the liver, you know, it, there's over 500 different chemical reactions that take place in biocascades. Um, it's a regulatory force uh, in your body. It regulates uh, blood glucose. It, it regulates all kinds of other processes. It's heavily involved in hormone production and degradation in the endocrine system. But more importantly, what we are talking about now is because of this highly toxic environment that we now live in, because of the amount of chemicals that are produced and distributed in our food supply and on farmland uh, and elsewhere, personal health care products and, and other locations, uh, you know, 75% of what we put on our skin is transdermal. So those lotions, those fragrances, the makeup, the, uh, uh, the shampoos, uh, you know, the uh, uh, underarm deodorant, that's all getting into our body. And if it is not clean, it needs to be removed by the body. And the liver is the primary organ uh, by which uh, the, the body's uh, blood system and other systems get filtered uh, and all of these toxins get caught in the liver. And then it needs to go through some very complex uh, chemical reactions in order to take a toxin essentially from a fat-soluble state to a water-soluble state. And this is where the water piece comes in. So if you are lucky enough, um, to not take in a lot of toxins and have the critical antioxidants in your body to go through what they refer to as phase two conjugation in the liver where all that uh, detoxification takes place, um, then you need to take in enough water, clean, purified, uh, non-toxic water to pull those toxins out of your body. So, uh, and one of the issues that you know, we have at Liver Medic is we can make some of the products available that go ahead and kickstart that uh, liver detoxification process within the liver. But then people have to go that extra step and make sure that the water that they're taking into the body is clean and that they're taking in enough of it. And that is, believe it or not, is a major stumbling block. I'm so that's why this program is so important. Yeah, you're, um, uh, you know how radio talk show hosts always interrupt. <laughs> No. <laughs> so I will be doing that. <laughs> and, and don't, I've been doing it all my life. Productive lead-in is what I would say. <laughs> I want to ask you then, um, when you're teaching the individual in your uh, classes or your educational speaking, how much emphasis do you put on water? Because uh, it is vital. Uh, it's, because it is it not, shocking. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was, uh, sorry, I interjected there. It's the first thing I discuss, and it is also the last thing I talk about. So, okay. yeah, there's a lot of now, information okay, in the middle gonna there. Now, okay, now I'm going to put you on the stump. I'm going to put you on uh-oh. the stump for a minute, Brenton. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how do you teach them to drink it? 
Ah, uh, yes. See, here is an area where uh, I am, no pun intended, skimming the surface. So okay, I'm just giving individuals. Let's have individual... fun with this one. Let's get yeah, you please. can start on your speaking tour. Mm-hmm. We bring bring in here scientists from all over the world and physicians. But one in particular is Dr. Effie Chow, PhD. You can look at Dr. Chow up. And she teaches us. She's uh, uh, co-chair of the Congress of Tai Chi and Go. You've heard of Tai Chi and Go. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very important world there. And when I studied that, I was going, oh, my gosh, where have we been? <laughs> we need to get our physicians, and I can do that, Brendan, because I was the first to take water into the medical field for the first time in the history of the planet. 100% oh. water for the eyes sitting in a drugstore on the pharmacy counter in the hospital of 100% water to supplement the evaporation of the organ of the eye and get a patent to do that in the water description. Now, I can go out and we can, as a research team with our research center and world, and get people thinking, okay, we want everybody to be successful at their research. And we realize that it can only be done, though, if you go to the root. And that's the water. But Dr. Chow teaches us, okay, we're going to tell everybody that you must drink water. But water has to be drank, Brandon, at one full glass at a time. Mm. It can't be sipped. Now, to assist that, and you'll, you'll follow me because you've been studying for so long, it's like watering your plants. It's got to absorb. And your body yeah. is, is evaporating water loss from the moment you were born, living with the, the supplementation of the water vapor of the air. Your battery. And that battery is electrolytically charging with a decision of you personally. But if you don't drink that water one full glass at a time, you're not going to be able to absorb. And when you're drinking them, you need to always count through the day how many you have drank. So that you can think, okay, this is my activity. I have drank six glasses, seven glasses, eight glasses. It always should be started at the beginning of your day, as soon as you get out of bed, the first one. And then an hour later, as you're getting ready to do what you're doing, to go to your daily activities, another glass full. And through the day, on the way to bed, hopefully eight full glasses of water. Don't, and it can't count juice, you can't count tea, can't count any of that. Now, on tea, I've noticed when I study that, I'm not going to count the first cup of tea with the tea bag being stronger, but people keep pouring water into the tea so that tea becomes very diluted. It's just more water than anything. But it has to be drank one glass at a time. And if they don't, now the other one, Brendan, to help you there maybe because we're starting to teach something else that Dr. Chow taught us in Tai Chi to go. And doctors are thrilled. Breathing, Brendan. You were mm-hmm. talking about that filtration. See, and I'm teaching you about the water vapor, the air, electrically living with your body. The filtering yeah. of the body and the organs 
that when the person learns to breathe with exercises, it can be sitting in the car, you could be walking down to the next appointment, you could be alone somewhere, you could be in your shower or your tub, but you got to learn to breathe in through the nose and push it out through the mouth to get that filtration movement of, of that filtering with that water vapor, the air, and the water filtration of your body. So what you're saying with any of the supplements that you're recommending, I have said to the world, and I think you might back me up, others have, if you're taking a supplement, you need to drink a full glass of water. Yeah, I could not agree more. Absolutely. And the reason, the reason why is that supplementation will not be of any good to you if you don't. Now, we're going to take a uh, break uh, for our sponsors, the only one I ever take, and we're going to come back and you're going to teach us how the supplements that you've been teaching about the liver, because I do believe that you're right about the liver has been not understood about what, what its filtration is of the body and how people should be taking that very serious. Don't go anywhere, Brendan. We'll be right back. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. Many years ago, ophthalmology research came to me and said, Sharon, could you study the evaporation of the surface of the eye? It's over-evaporating, even when the eye drops touch it, and eye drops are causing an addiction and over-evaporation. Could you slow that down, maybe, with some new discovery? We did. We launched for them globally now. Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist of tissue culture grade of water to supplement. And you gals that are wearing cosmetics that actually softens the crow's feet, softens the skin around the eye and the eyelid with just a mist, but it supplements the surface of the eye with a humidifying effect. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be back with Brendan. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Brendan, you're teaching us today about uh, an organ of the body that's 70 to 75% water, living with all the other organs inside that body of percentages of water. 
teach our audience why that organ in nature became the the body's sculpture system. Sure, yeah. So it, obviously there's a biological evolutionary benefit of making sure that whatever an individual uh, ends up ingesting, if there is something in it that is uh, dangerous, poisonous, uh, carcinogenic, you want to make sure that the first organ that it uh, comes in contact with removes it from the body before it can continue to go circulate through the, throughout the rest of the body and do serious damage. So that is essentially the responsibility of the liver. So 70% of the blood flow that comes into the body from the small intestine, which is absorbing all the nutrients that we're taking in, has to go through the liver. And of course, multiple times per day, your uh, entire uh, uh, body's constituents of, uh, of blood gets filtered through the liver. And the liver is catching all of those things. So um, it is a, a filter for the body. Um, the, body, the liver is extremely adept at picking up uh, substances in the body that it doesn't recognize that are harmful. And then it goes through a two-stage process. The first stage, um, called subtraction, uh, is when it takes a look at uh, whatever this foreign body is, and it says, all right, this is connected to an amino acid, and there's a vitamin here, and this, whatever the heck this is, this other piece, this clearly doesn't belong. And this is usually radicalized, can do damage to cell membranes, it's toxic, and it's left for the second phase of the liver. And the second phase of the liver is called conjugation, and that's where the detoxification piece of this takes place. The problem is in that uh, this day and age, with all of the toxins that we're constantly being bombarded with, uh, including some of the worst ones, the... um, uh, ones that uh, can get into our body, change the DNA, alter hormones, uh, you know, upregulate, downregulate. Those are the worst ones. Those end up getting into the body, get caught by the, the liver, and if we don't have the necessary antioxidants to replenish the um, cofactors and chemicals that are naturally found within the liver to, to take it from a fat-soluble to a water-soluble substance, they get stuck. And so the liver has one last sort of trick up its sleeve, and that is to create a fat cell to store the toxin so that it can break it down later. And this does relate to the amount of antioxidants in the body and the amount of water that you're taking in. So it's real critical that both of those things are being done on a very regular basis. So um, when Can I ask we... you real quickly, what have you learned? Yeah, please. I'm going to go back for a second to something that I really want to study with our research center here in time. When that baby is born um, and the baby begins to live with this evaporation process of water loss all of a sudden because it's left this mother's pocket of water and it's living with the the water vapor of the air uh, like a battery. It's not like a battery. It is a battery. Um, The liver function in, in that beginning. Have you, have you, can you tell me anything about what is happening at that moment with the baby? Because we know what the nature of it is, but have they been able to go in and understand the functioning, if it's healthy or not, from the beginning of that baby's, uh, as, a, as at the beginning of his life? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I can I can sort of briefly discuss this because it's a very it's a very important topic and one's never been uh, brought up with me before. 
Um, yeah, we want to follow we'll, that baby to adulthood, is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so this is a little bit near and dear to my heart because I just had a, I have a, a three-week-old <laughs> at home. Oh. So this is a <laughs> little daughter just born. So, um, and one of the first things that they obviously they take a look at is the color uh, of their skin, their bilirubin right. levels and all of that. Because they That's want right. to really make sure that the liver is doing its job. It's the first right. time that the liver is, is being engaged and as we discussed earlier, uh, the liver is important in just about every metabolic process within the body. Even if you have not introduced toxins, let's say the, the um, mother was eating a, an incredibly super clean diet, no GMOs, no antibiotics, um, good clean water, um, you know, very aware of uh, personal health care products, not wearing makeup. And that's a, that's a long list. So let's assume that that's being taken place. And let's assume that that barrier between uh, the, the child and the mother is operating optimally and filtering out those toxins that do get at. Um, at that point, when the baby is born, that liver, that's the, essentially one of the first times that parts of that liver are engaged in the fashion that we need in order to survive nowadays. So, um, I mean, beyond that, uh, there's not a whole lot of research out there. Um, they, they don't, uh, take a look at, um, this, uh, a piece of medicine very often. Um, but you raise some really interesting and important points, no doubt I want about to bring that. something up to you with your background to think about and just to think about after the show is over. And I've often wondered and thinking that we're having a, you notice that disease is out of control. Illness is out of control. Absolutely. They're not finding the cures anymore. And, um, and the thing about it is, I've wondered at the beginning, because remember where I'm coming from, that that baby is now living in the water vapor to keep it alive, to shelter it to, like a battery. The, the mother is giving it milk. And the milk that came from the beginning of time has been changing. And it could be the mother's milk, but the mother's changing because the mother is over-evaporating nowadays. Everybody is. Um, the uh, formula, could it be too heavy? Does it need to be diluted? Because the mother, uh, we, we're over-evaporating today. We need to, yeah. with research, slow that down. And we need to do it, though, as a filter system with learning new uh, water life type science application lifestyles in the world because the reason why is we both agree, all of us agree worldwide, it's the water, the water is the water. And yes, we need our politicians and our leaders that we elect and put them in uh, paid positions. The infrastructure number one of all life on earth should be investing in water. Yeah, I agree with they you. They didn't do it. <laughs> and excuse me, United Nations, it's a water crisis, and they didn't do it either. Yeah, and, and you're not going to hear the we... CDC talk about it. You're not going to hear the WHO talk about it. Um, it's been blocked out of, of the political um, you know, talking points, uh, and to our detriment. I completely agree with you. And, and to a disaster. Because uh, uh, the, is, and this is where we're going to change it to. The water vapor of our planet began 
with fresh water, it began with over evaporating with a droplet coming down, not just a mist any longer, and it comes down. Okay, then fresh water is on the surface of the planet, Brendan, and that water needs to evaporate to supplement the water vapor of our right. bre- of our atmosphere, right? Did I make sense? Absolutely. So okay. So then we got human species, all species on the planet that needs to be supplemented because their life, all life, is is also evaporating water. It's made up of water. Yeah. So the water in the body, when the from the moment that baby comes out and that baby begins that independent evaporation to death, we have a problem on this planet that I'm going to bring to fruition. <laughs> I've got my spurs in the ground on this one, Brendan, for many years. Is Let's get back to the water in research labs. Let's get yeah. back to teaching a better at education, a common sense. And then when we teach people what they can do about where they're at in life now. But that baby, I'm wondering if the water, if the, if the milk is too heavy today and needs yeah. to be diluted down, it's a thought. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's a good one. And, uh, you know, uh, from my vantage point, I have because a you're tendency... teaching us about filtering. Correct, And that's yeah. what the liver is there to do. Now, tell mm-hmm. me, the liver... Is the one kid, one one um, organ that cannot you know they have no replacement. I think yes, they do. They do have transplants. I've been told. Okay, but the thing about it is, is what does the function tell us with the with the liver and the kidneys? I'm sorry. What's that? What is the function of the liver and the kidneys to assist each other? Oh yeah, I mean the the um, renal connection to to liver function is uh, is incredibly critical. Um, so, you know, as we talked about before, when, when it talk, yeah. So when we come down to um, being able to uh, remove toxins from the body, if the liver has done its job, and let's say that there's a uh, an issue with kidneys, is, is you've removed about forty percent of of the uh, pathway by which that toxin is now going to exit the body, even though all of the other metabolic processes went correctly. So renal function is uh, critical in mm-hmm. this whole process. Right. And when an individual uh, becomes a toxic uh, uh, and or um, there might be a, a hormonal disruption uh, and or you are not getting enough water, you know, that's the point at which renal function starts to collapse. And that mm-hmm. creates a, a, a whole domino effect that is really difficult to undo. So you never want to get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So again, you know, we now, had, uh, um, Brendan, mm-hmm. excuse me for uh, interrupting yet, no, but the skin, fine. as you know, and with the audience needs to know, filters out more than you flush the toilet. Oh, that yeah. skin yep. has got to be kept uh, flexible. It's got to be kept healthy. Yep. Living with the water vapor, the air, and with the filtration of the body's excretion yes. coming through that skin to yeah. detoxify. And I'm going to tell you what I call toxin. And I am a lady. I am. I don't cuss. But um, I always call toxin manure. <laughs> right. And the reason why, well, in the body, that toxin will heat up. And as mm-hmm. it heats up, it'll grab onto another cell of water. And it'll heat up. If you don't keep yourself filtered with proper breathing, drinking enough water, eating the right foods for you personally, 
it'll back up into more toxin manure. Yes. And draw more heat to the body internally yes. and cause yes. the evaporation of the body to go quicker. That's you very that. true. It's there a tipping point. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, when we're referring to this, the skin as a, uh, a mechanism by which we remove toxins, I mean, that was, that's the whole basis for sweat houses, which we've had for thousands and thousands of years. So right. um, even though we didn't uh, completely understand the science behind it, we intuitively understood. And when we're talking about removing toxins from the, the body, we're, we're talking about essentially urine, bile, and sweat. That's it. Those are our three there options. And they mm-hmm. all require water. <laughs> There's just no getting around that. <laughs> well, and you know so. something I studied too, Brendan, and, and working with your patients and the people too. Have you noticed that when they invented the shower, and I studied this, the reason the bathtubs started changing is people found they love to get into a quick shower. And in hospitals, they thought it was less manpower, quick showers. But did you notice that when we left the bathtub behind, and we're not taking baths like we used to. We're not detoxifying the same through the skin. Yeah, totally Because true. only a bath can really do that, unless you do like I do with the shower head. I don't use the sprinkle of the shower spray. I turned it to the main force of water coming out all at once. I have a choice on mine. So it comes out as a full force of water coming out mm-hmm. of there, not a sprinkle, so I can try to detoxify and let it land on my skin and try to do what I can. Yeah, but, that's critical. Um, but back to the t- bathtub, um, and maybe tubs, uh, and, and I am just as guilty. Uh, I'm always in a hurry. I take a shower. I might be in the shower a little longer than I should to conserve water, but I do. Uh, but again, back to what you were just saying, detoxification in the old days is the Japanese invented a hot tub. The Romans had their tubs. Yes. Uh, the Swedish people and, and Finnish people had saunas. They all had instincts uh, way yeah. back in time. Did you notice the instincts they had for survival and healing benefits, healthier benefits that today we just left behind because we left the water behind? Yeah, true. And you're right. And you know, we have way too many juices out there and alternatives to water. I, I, my family and I, that's all we drink is water. There, there mm-hmm. is no juice mm-hmm. or milk or anything else in the fridge. There just isn't. Uh, there's no reason mm-hmm. for it. So mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with you. And now, on top of that, for individuals who take in juice, that is a, the bulk of sugar and juice is fructose. Uh, fructose is broken down just like alcohol. So individuals are saying, well, you know, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm doing okay for my liver. If you're drinking juice, same byproducts. So kick over to water. Now, we don't have too much time left. Uh, tell us about what you did for the, new, for the fireman. Was it a New York fireman? Yeah, it was a New York fireman. He was uh, there on 9-11. Um, uh-huh. He was a personal friend of mine I have a dear friend, well. a very dear person in my life that was a fireman affected by that. Engine house. Yeah. Engine. And, you know, one of the things I I don't uh, mean to get off topic for a second, but one of the things that people don't typically talk about is that the um, PTSD that suffered from those uh, individuals uh, in an event like that puts an additional stress on the body. And, of course, the liver is the emotional center of the soul. That Mm -hmm. also puts, uh, you know, um, 
creates a uh, beyond even you know the food that we eat and so forth that uh, an individual has to endure and additional cleaning has to take place as a result of that. But uh, in this case, uh, he had uh, type 2 diabetes. He was obese. Mm-hmm. He had fatty liver disease. It, it probably mm-hmm. started with leaky gut. That's kind of the uh, typical mm-hmm. uh, biological pathway by which um, we allow uh, too much toxins to flow into the body. And mm-hmm. there was just no real good option uh, for us. So... Um, that was the basis for this company. Um, I had to go to uh, Whole Foods and, and buy a slurry of supplements. We um, did a lot of a drinking of water. That was a major component. Uh, speaking to you now, I probably didn't do it correctly, <laughs> but now I will. Um, now you will. But, but this, it, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely is a critical um, step Something uh, else in getting need people to healthy. Something else need, need to think about in those cases as you're talking is getting them back into a bathtub with Epsom salts, again, the old world, yes. to detoxify, to add to that. But back to uh, these 9-11, I was there three weeks after that whole thing happened and handing out free products for their eyes. I wow. have a friend over in New Jersey, Dave Naylor, who was with a founder of Aransco, took masks over for free. Uh, as you know, our country was coming out of the woodwork to do everything we could, and yet these there's firemen whose lives have been suffering with what you just you know said after 9/11 and being yeah. part of that cleanup and all. Now we only have a minute left. What would you like to say to the audience uh, before you go? Sure, yeah. So um, I guess one of the things that we didn't take a, a close look at, one of the aspects, that has nothing to do necessarily with liver medic, but, you know, obviously our uh, concentration is removing toxins. Uh, and if you want to learn more about where those toxins are and, and how to avoid them, you know, please go, go visit the website. But there is a very spiritual component when we're talking about water and removing toxins from the body as we are now entering a, um, a, a new level of consciousness. You're not going to do that if you're loaded down with uh, heavy metals and uh, pesticides and herbicides and hormone-disrupting chemicals. And the only way you're going to get there is by making sure that you're properly hydrated and that you're connected. And uh, there's been a ton of studies out there talking about the consciousness of water. Water has a consciousness. So if Mm -hmm. we are going to become a civil society and uh, aspire to the best that humans can uh, achieve. Water is a really critical part of this, and avoiding right. the toxins in the environment is a necessary part of this as well. Well, thank you so much. If you want to do this again, get a hold of Polly Featherton, my program person, and we'll do it again. We want to Absolutely. remind people every once in a while of what we taught them today. Well, thank you. Congratulations on your new addition to our planet. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate and, uh, it. It was a lot of fun. You, it's nice <laughs> to talk you. with you, and I hope to hear from you again someday. You have a that nice was a day. Pleasure. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Bye. <laughs> bye. Well, audience, I think we learned something about. You've heard about the liver. <laughs> you've heard about it connected to the rest of your organs, but it is your filter system. It is everything to do with your health, and it is vital that you learn to to study. Unfortunately, today you can go to the internet, type in liver. And learn a lot. But today, uh, Bonnie found me uh, liver. You go to search drinking water and your liver. And as you type all that in, and type in 
uh, Facebook page, I Care About Water, and uh, you'll be learning about as much as you can about what I Care About Water on Facebook. You'll type in uh, liver and water, and you'll learn something about what you need to learn about how to take care of those organs, and don't take them for granted. They're part of you for eternity, your eternity. So as you're learning to breathe correctly, do those exercises to filter your body, drink enough water, buy the glass, eat the right proper foods, don't forget the green stuff, and uh, help get that in there, and uh, some fresh foods that are not too full of sugar and the right proteins, then moderate exercise, and don't forget sleep is vital. It's like the earth goes to sleep. Always remember this, though. Embrace your life every moment, but always embrace somebody else's because it's important to you. The earth whispers, don't say goodbye. Leave something of yourself behind for all those children to come to know that you cared too. I want to thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Oh, 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 oh,